my bad. Hey everyone, I'm Vanessa Gonzalez and you're listening to Oop My Bad, a podcast where we discuss the latest entertainment hot topics and trending news stories on social media. And if you don't like what we have to say, then oop, my bad, and you're not ready for this tea to get spilled. Every Friday, I'll be dropping a brand new episode with my co-host, Kathy Paciente. What's up, guys? And we're going to be gossiping over Hollywood's headlines. Welcome back, returning listeners. We have some exciting news for you on today's episode. So our first trending topic is Harry Styles, of course. So he just announced his second album release date, Fine Line. So that's going to be the name of his second studio album, and it's set to release on December 13th. Harry also tweeted on November 5th that he'll be celebrating the release of his new album, Fine Line, with a one-night performance at the Forum in Los Angeles. We had to stand. We had to stand, literally. (laughs) And another thing is, December 13th. Does December 13th ring a bell to you? I was a Swifty at the time, and I know that's Taylor Swift's birthday. (laughs) So (laughs) So let's actually rewind back to... October 2012. Oh my because god. Harry and Taylor have histories together. Yes, they dated briefly back in October 2012 to January 2013. So does this mean anything? Is there some sort of connection here? Is it is he throwing shade at Taylor? To be honest, if Harry is throwing shade at Taylor, then Taylor should just take it. I mean, she started the fire anyway. I guess so, even though it's been years since they dated and you know, she's moved on since then, you know, I feel like she's probably had like three other boyfriends after Harry. Yeah, definitely. She, she goes through them a lot. <laughs> yeah, she goes through boyfriends a lot. So I feel like if anything, Harry is probably unbothered. I don't know, just a coincidence that it's her birthday. I really don't think he remembers. Or maybe an early Christmas gift to the fans. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. We'll just take it at that. Yeah. Okay, and speaking about Harry Styles, let's talk about one of his former bandmates. So in a recent interview with British GQ, Liam Payne is on the cover, and he talks about his other bandmate, Zayn Malik. So as, you know, we kind of remember Zayn Malik left the band in 2015, you know, pretty sudden. Everyone was kind of really still, shocked. Still salty about yeah, that. Yeah, still salty. I think everyone's still kind of upset, you know, four years later. It's fine. It's fine. I guess we'll get over it one day. But it seems like, you know, there won't be a reunion anytime soon. Zayn is honestly happy doing himself, honestly. Or Definitely. I feel like all the boys are thriving in their own way in their solo career. Which is great for them. You know, it's what they deserve. Yeah, and honestly, it feels like Liam is all for Zane's, you know, success and career because um, British GQ asked about their relationship together and if they were still talking. And to be honest with you, it seems like no one really talks to Zane anymore, but Mm -hmm. Liam only had nice things to say. So, quoted from the British GQ, um, Liam mentioned that for Zane, he loves music and he's an amazing talent. He genuinely was the best singer in One Direction hand on heart, out of all of us. So what are your thoughts on that, Kathy, regarding Liam's, you know, thoughts on Zane? I feel like Liam, out of all of boys in One Direction, he was the most mature one, and he just wanted everyone to get along. He's kind of like, I guess, the dad of the group, if I remember. Or like, what's that, Louie? Oh, God, it's been so long. But I just feel like Liam's just happy if his best friends, slash, like, former best friends, are thriving and are doing well within their career, as he seems to be doing well in his, so. That's really good to hear. And another thing is, too, you know, they decide to put away, I guess... All the messiness that happened between One Direction and they put it behind them and they're all moving forward, which is something good to see. Mm-hmm. And another thing with Liam is that he looks pretty hot in his Hugo Boss campaign with Stella Maxwell. If you recall, he pretty much fully nude in this shoe, but oh, yeah. he looks like a total man now. That was a nice picture to wake up to. Not gonna <laughs> lie. <laughs> pretty oh, much. Speaking of Zane, what? He's also just announced that he's releasing a song called Flames. So that could be like 
throwing fire into Harry's like little release date. He never really formally introduced or um, said a release date, but he did tease new music. Uh, So kind of taking away almost the spotlight from Harry. Yeah, so is he throwing shade or is he throwing fire to the mix? I don't know. I don't know either, but it seems like all the boys are releasing some sort of music too because Louis Tomlinson is also releasing music pretty soon as well. And (laughs) Niall just announced his tour. Oh, okay, so it seems like all the One Direction boys are thriving, but maybe they're not throwing shade. Maybe they really have just moved on and are just, you know, being their, their their own selves and who knows? It's okay. We'll always have those midnight memories. Yeah, you know what? It's okay. We always have midnight memories. I agree with you. It is what it is. Another trending topic is, according to Billboard's Hot 100 chart, 2019 has seen 13 songs reach number one on the Hot 100. So, Kathy, let me give you the list on the rundown of these 13 songs. Hit me with it. (laughs) Thank You Next by Ariana Grande. Without Me by Halsey. Sunflower, Post Malone, and Sway Lee, Seven Rings, Ariana Grande, Shallow by Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper what from she deserves. Right Sorry. from a movie, A Star Is Born, Sucker, The Jonas Brothers Comeback Song, Old Town Row, Little Nas X featuring Billy Ray Cyrus, Bad Guy, Billy Eilish, Senorita by Camila Cabello and Shawn Mendes, Truth Hurts by Lizzo, Highest in the Room, Travis Scott, Someone You Loved by Louis Capaldi, and Lose You to Love Me by Selena Gomez, which is her comeback song in two years. Oh my god. Good for all these people. Like, definitely there are some veterans of this list coming back to the top one, like, the, basically the top of the charts, which is amazing for them. And of course, like, for the newer players, good for them as well. But damn, Selena Gomez, this Lose You to Love Me was her comeback song. And it's just amazing that it made it to number one. So That's true. I'm actually all for Selena's song. I thought it was a good song. At first, I was kind of nervous for her because, you know, she was gone for two years. Yeah, Selena was gone for two years and it was a great comeback song to hear mm-hmm. come back from her and and to add on, I was nervous for her as well because I never realized this, but like at the end of her career, her last performance was in the American Music Awards. She was accused of lip singing during her oh, performance. Oh, that's true. I remember that. So this song definitely made a statement where she, she proves that she does have talent. I guess we'll see yeah. how everything goes for Selena and you know the upcoming year because she's also set to perform at the AMAs again. So which is kind of you know ironic because she just finished off her her two year hiatus and mm-hmm. she finished it off with the American Music Awards. Full circle. Full circle again. <laughs> so we'll see how it goes for her. Are there any other favorites for you, Kathy, from this year's top one hundred? Honestly, this year has been such a blur. If I'm being real with you, I don't know. Honestly, these songs, no songs are coming to mind, if I'm being real with you. Right. Yeah, my personal favorite was actually Shallow by Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper from the movie Star is Born. I honestly just loved the whole movie itself, and I feel Mm -hmm. like that's the only movie, I mean, that's the only song that stood out for me from this list. Everyone else is pretty generic, in my Mm -hmm. opinion, but everyone, you know, has different opinions and could differ, Mm -hmm. but just letting you know, Shallow was my favorite by Lady Gaga. Honestly, if we're looking at this list... I just got to give it to my girl, Ariana Grande. <laughs> my first concert and Thank You Next was just such a bop. I know people were so annoyed with it, but I love it with all my heart. So You know what? And props to Ariana Grande. She seems like she's growing. <sighs> she's killing it. We she's, love that. Yeah, she's great. And so who knows what's going to you know be in store for her in 2020 because she pretty much killed it with this year's Billboard Hot 100. So we'll see what happens for Miss Grande. can only go up from here. It can. 
And another trending topic is Emma Watson. She's on the cover of British Vogue, and she's promoting Little Women, directed by Greta Gerwig. Ooh. And Emma co-stars with Timothy Chalamet, Sir Ronan, Meryl Streep, and Laura Dern, which is a great cast, I'll be honest with you. Definitely. And so this movie basically covers um, the lives of four sisters, Amy, Joe, Beth, and Meg, as they come of age in America in the aftermath of the Civil War. So although they're all very different from each other, the March sisters stand by each other through difficult and changing times. So this movie's set to release on Christmas Day. And let's just talk a little bit about Emma's interview with British Vogue. So one thing that really stuck out to me during her interview was Emma said that technically she is single, but she would like to say that she is self-partnered. What does that really mean? What she said about it was, you basically have to love yourself before you love anyone else, and she believes when the time is right, it'll come to her, which kind of connects with the idea of being intentionally single, which is good for her. More big names like her should preach this idea, because in this day and age, I feel like everyone just wants a boyfriend, and they don't really enjoy being by themselves, and it's nice that Emma is out here. She's beautiful, she's successful, yet she's okay with being single. And that should be empowering for some women, in my opinion. I totally agree. And it was great to hear, you know, Emma Watson speak about this. Because not a lot of, you're right, not a lot of A-list celebrities actually admit to being, you know, a self-partnered person. No. Or even feel like being single's okay. Yeah. Everyone, you know, everyone in Hollywood seems like they have to be in a relationship. And honestly... But honestly, they really don't have to. And it's great to see Emma Watson be one of those celebrities that actually admits and says, like, it's okay to be by yourself and to, you know, love yourself first. Yes, we had to stand. We had to stand. Okay, and let's move into something spooky. I know that October just ended and we're already moving into, you know, the Christmas season and just, you know, even Thanksgiving, even though no one really talks about Thanksgiving, but, you know. We talk about the food. We talk about the food. (laughs) We talk about the food. But you know what? Let's finish off something spooky real fast. So the McKamey Manor. Is that correct? Yes. McKamey Manor is a survival horror performance house, and it's a pioneer of the notion of extreme haunts. McKamey Manor was found in San Diego by resident Russ McKamey and was originally located on his property. So this place is best known for its simulated aggression towards its guests who must sign a liability waiver to get in. So the whole reason behind this is that employees of the manor may physically assault patrons, hit them with vibrating toys, waterboard them, and force them to eat and drink unknown substances. This is basically a torture house but the thing is anything could happen and no one can really get in trouble for it so what are your thoughts on this kathy and just the whole idea in general because you know you hear a lot about these torture houses but this one seems pretty extreme and brutal yeah definitely to be honest i love scary story time youtubers and this is all they're talking about right now because a lot of people want to shut down this place before guests are selected all they had to do was send the owner russ mckamey a bag of dog food just for his dogs and if you are selected you have to go through a physical a mental evaluation and then he also has an interview with you asking for your deepest and darkest fears and your paranoias so he could make the experience shape for you before you could even enter the house you have to sign this 40 page waiver and let's be real no one's gonna read those 40 pages but at the end of it a lot of guests come out with traumatic events and they have to seek therapists for this and to be honest for me watching these videos it was very horrific and graphic and it just disgusts me that some people are this psychotic to even think that this is okay because russ himself has said i love the views i want to get that perfect kodak moment of the people while they're being tortured and that just disgusts me. Personally for me, what I find sketchy 
is this operation has been open in San Diego for 10 years. That's a really long time. And then they, all of a sudden, they move all the way across the country to Tennessee. So, what's that deal on that? What's the deal on that? Honestly, I feel like certain laws were probably violated. Definitely. To the point where the state of California wasn't even okay with that. Mm -hmm. And to be honest with you, it seems like it's some sort of psychological, you know, mental problem i'm not gonna lie because i don't think any normal person would be okay we're going into you know a survival horror house or torture Mm -hmm. house in general to you know let someone break their bones and literally just torture them to practically death yeah and his kids have even said my dad loves torturing people is that not kind of concerning to you (laughs) it's pretty concerning (laughs) and one person he asked why did you do this and the person said I want to see if I could push myself as a person. Girl, you don't have to prove anything. You don't have to prove anything. You don't have to be, you know, proving that you could break a few bones and still be okay afterwards. No, this sounds scary and I feel like I would have nightmares for the rest yeah. of my life. The scariest part about this is you can't even sue them. Yeah. Just because you signed a waiver. Like, basically signing your life away. I don't know. It just sounds like something crazy. But if anyone's interested, there's definitely a lot of YouTube videos on this. But to be honest with you, I think we're leaving the spookiness, you know, behind us in October. And I just think this place should just be shut down. I totally agree. But, you know, if you have a weird kink for psychological and physical harm, then this place is for you. And stay away from us. (laughs) Yeah, and stay away from us. (laughs) But on a lighter note... Let's move on to something cheery. Yes, let's do that. <laughs> so Casey Musgraves, she just announced that she's going to be doing a Christmas special with Amazon Prime. Ooh, get that coin. Literally. So this is actually set to, you know, debut on November 29th. And she's going to have some of her famous friends come along and help her and star in the Casey Musgraves Christmas show. I don't know. So we'll see how this goes for her. I never thought of a Christmas special for Casey Musgraves before. But you know what? It seems like it's something she wants to do. She's got some special guests like... Uh, her grandma, <laughs> and uh, James Corden, Leon Bridges, Camila Cabello, Lana Del Rey, and Troy Sivan. Yes, Troy. <laughs> and also, Kendall Jenner is also expected to appear. Okay, but what is she going to do? Stand there? I, I don't know what Kendall Jenner is going to do, but I, you know what? You're not wrong, Kathy. She <laughs> probably just will stand there. Honestly, I'm kind of proud of Casey Musgraves because... I really haven't heard her name until this year. Her name kept appearing and she's making a name for herself. And you know what? If she was under the apprenticeship of Harry Styles, then only great things could happen. That's true. Her and Harry are great friends. So I wouldn't be surprised if Harry made a, you know, a quick appearance on there as well. Because it seems like her guest list is pretty long and it's of pretty well-known people too. So I'm actually excited to see Lana Del Rey and Troye Sivan. Yeah. Definitely excited about those two. Maybe James Corden, but definitely. <laughs> maybe, maybe James Corden. He's going to do crack a few jokes, I guess. But I guess. Carpool karaoke. Yeah, carpool karaoke on the Christmas special, of course. Definitely. But Choice of On, I can't wait. I can't wait for Choice of On and Lana Del Rey. I'll just be honest with you. And not to mention Grandma Musgraves. Oh, yeah. Who knows what she's going to be doing. But iconic. Iconic. Literally iconic. Well, anyways, thank you so much for joining our first episode. I'm so excited to continue the rest of this. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for listening. I'll catch you guys on next week's episode. So keep up with the tea. Bye. Bye.